top MLB prospect Evan Carter of the Texas Ranger has gotten called up to the bigs. Tyler Glass now has been absolutely dominant this season when healthy. Join me today as I talk about young players that are making an impact and players whose stock is rising for 2024 on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Today, I'm riding solo. Once again, Matt's got this uh, last couple of days off, so you know, bear with me here on today's episode. But if you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly appreciate it if you could do that for us. And lastly, but most importantly, subscribe to us on the Subtext website. Through Subtext, it's a one-on-one, in-depth, personalized experience. Uh, with text messages going right to your phones. If you know you were around today, you got the news that Evan Carter got called up. If you were around yesterday, you got the news that Jordan Lola got called up. And this is that most important time of year when you want to make sure that you're locked on with all of these alerts right to your phone. And you can ask us any questions that you need to for your fantasy baseball playoffs. Hopefully you're out there doing great and we can help you secure that locked on fantasy baseball championship. And guys, real quick. Today's uh, sponsor for today's episode is Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnMLB or enter the promo code LockedOnMLB for a free water bottle with any order. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you that. And Locked On Fantasy Baseball fans, we have a fully loaded episode for you today. As always, let us be your team secret weapon as I talk to you about young players making an impact and players to watch out for in 2024. So, guys, you know, we're going to be jumping around a little bit here today. We're going to talk about, as I mentioned, some young players that have just been absolutely out there dominating, looking great. And then we're going to talk about players that have really risen their stock from where they were coming into this year to where we think that they're going to go in 2024. But we got to start with uh, the big news here, Evan Carter getting called up to the show to play with those Texas Rangers. Now, Evan Carter, yesterday we got the 10th overall prospect in Jordan Lawler. Today we get the 8th overall prospect in Evan Carter. You know, we know that Texas Rangers team is pretty good, even though, you know, they had a little tough out in there against the Astros. But Evan Carter, 21 years old, 6'2", 190. He's got, you know, decent power. That hit tool is plus. The run grade is plus. And just overall, he's a great young player who's having a monster year in the minors. So this year in the minors, Evan Carter, 288 batting average, over 108 games, 420 at-bats, 79 runs, 17 doubles, 6 triples, 13 homers, 67 RBIs with 26 steals. So, you know, the sad news here is that Adolis Garcia goes down with a knee issue. You know, he's going to miss at least the next 10 days. That really stinks going into the fantasy baseball playoffs. But you know what? Guess what? Evan Carter's out there. You go pick him up. And, you know, he may not do everything that Adolis can do, but I think he'll be a, a decent replacement. Uh, let's see where Evan Carter is at now at my time of recording here on Thursday, 719 p.m., 5% owned. He's out there in almost every single league. So go out there, you snag him, and you kind of ride the wave. I'm a really big fan of Evan Carter. Matt and I have talked him up a lot as we were telling you players to watch out for. And, you know, the time is now with Evan Carter. I think he's going to slide into that lineup 
maybe let's say around maybe like that six, seven hole. I would say definitely at least in the seven spot. Hopefully he can get that six spot. RBIs are going to be probably good for him. Power is, you know, something that he's working on. Maybe puts on another 10, 15 pounds in the off season of muscle. That power will grow even more. But, you know, the speed is very good. The play discipline's good. The batting average is good. So Evan Carter is definitely a guy you're going to want to keep your eyes on. Now, let's move on here. Let's talk about this next guy. And uh, as a Yankee fan, I could not be more excited for the way this kid is playing. And it's Jason Dominguez. You know, we gave you guys the alert when he got called up. And he's he's living up to the hype so far. I'm going to be honest with you. Through his, I believe it's uh, five games, right? Let me just double check that here. Yep, one, two, three, four, five games so far. He's got a 333 batting average, five runs, three homers, five RBIs. He's been hitting third in pretty much every single game except that first game. So, you know, Jason Dominguez is definitely, definitely a guy that you can go out there and still pick up in almost half of Yahoo League, well, over half of Yahoo Leagues because he's only 48% owned. I think Dominguez is just. You know, there's a reason they call him the Martian, right? The You know, he's 5'9", 190, you know, not very tall, but a stocky guy with some muscle on him. He had a very, very good year in the minors. You know, he started off a little bit sluggish, but he picked it up. Uh, the total numbers on the, uh, on the year in the minors look very good. 118 games, 456 at-bats, 89 runs, 22 doubles, 3 triples, 15 homers, 76 RBIs with 40 steals. And then, you know, the plate discipline was actually pretty solid with 83 walks to 133 strikeouts and a 265 batting average for Dominguez. I truly, truly love the potential of this kid at only 20 years old to already be getting the call and playing in the big leagues. And, you know, through the first five, I know it's a very, very small sample size, but I really like what he's bringing to the table. The Yankees have looked better with him in that lineup and him hitting third. It's just uh, the sky's the limit for Dominguez next year. I think he'll wind up being a potential top 100 pick just because of the upside and everyone knows the name with Dominguez. So I don't know if I'm going to buy into that next year. We'll see how he finishes up the season. But right now, I mean, you can't go wrong if he's still out there in your fantasy league and you pick him up for this, you know, heater that he's on in the playoffs. Cause I think there's not enough time for the pitchers to really adjust back to Dominguez because the kid looks great. And then they're not even just like overwhelming him with fastballs. They're hitting him with the breaking stuff. He's hitting that he's hitting the fastballs. He's really just showing, you know, why they call him the Martian, but uh, that's enough about Dominguez and my little Yankee fan rant on him. Let's move on to this next guy. Let's talk about Davis Schneider, another small stocky dude. Another guy to exact size of Dominguez, five, nine, one ninety. Davis Schneider, um, you know, over there for the Toronto blue Jays. He's looked really, really good. You know, you know, another small sample size, but those numbers are really just overwhelming at this point for David Schneider. 20 games, 65 at-bats, 18 runs, seven doubles, a triple, seven homers, 19 RBIs. He's chipped in a steal, 385 batting average, 15 walks, a 22 strikeouts for uh, David Schneider. Another young guy is only 24 years old. Had a pretty strong year in the minors, 87 games, 309 at-bats, 61 runs, 21 doubles, a triple, 21 homers, 64 RBIs, 9 steals, 72 walks to 86 strikeouts, and a 275 batting average. So obviously he's not going to live at that 385 batting average he has in the majors this year so far. But I think, once again, just another guy that there's not a lot of time for those pitchers to make those adjustments here through the final couple of weeks that he could just keep on raking and, and doing well. Honestly, I'm not even going to like shorten up the stats because I just read them to you through his first 20 games and they, and they look great. 
He's only 56% owned on Yahoo. He's got that second base eligibility. Second base has been very, very tough out there. So I really think you can rock out with Davis Schneider the rest of the way, and he's going to perform very, very well. But guys, real quick, before we move on here, I just got a quick sponsor for you guys, and I'm talking about Bird Dogs. Now, with Bird Dogs, you know, obviously, as I mentioned, they're the sponsor of today's episode. So if you're looking for clothes that redefine comfort and style, look no further than Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs makes you look good with those Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs has fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice any movement. Bird Dogs uses an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same things as Lululemon, but they fit way better. Bird Dogs just sent Matt and I some Bird Dogs has been sending Matt and I a lot of great stuff and we absolutely love the shorts. We love the gear. Matt and I are huge Bird Dogs fans. So if you want to join this Bird Dogs wave with Matt and I, you go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. And when you enter the promo code locked on MLB, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. And dear every day as a new listeners, we have an incredible opportunity for you to support the show and enjoy some fantastic perks along the way. Introducing our Diamond Club on the subtext website. By becoming a member, you not only contribute to the show's success, but also gain access to exclusive benefits. Get your hands on waiver wire rankings, call up alerts, injury updates, instant reactions, and enjoy direct access to us for all of your burning fantasy baseball questions. Plus, you can try it out completely free for 14 days. Your support means the world to Matt and I, and we can't wait to connect with you on this exciting journey. Join our Diamond Club on the subtext website today, and let's take your fantasy baseball experience to new heights. And guys, I know it's football time of year. And, you know, you might be starting to think, oh, well, I could tune out a little bit with baseball. But, hey, if you join Matt and I on the subtext website in our Diamond Club, you get the opportunity to, you know, you can maybe tune out baseball because you're getting those direct alerts right to your phone. You would have got the Jordan Lawler call up. You would have got the Dominguez call up. You would have got the Evan Carter call up. And, you know, Matt and I just give you guys a lot of bang for your buck there on the subtext website in the Diamond Club. Everybody that's there is really enjoying it. You get a lot of perks. And just, you know, in a time of year when you're, competing for a championship you really just want to stay locked on and you know matt and i are giving you that opportunity on the subtext website so you know please check us out and join us on there but let's keep things pushing the show got to keep on going right let's talk about you know a guy who's really changed his you know fantasy value going into next year it's cody bellinger and man honestly i'm just i'm not i'm not shocked right i'm not shocked but it, it's a really bounce-back year, a comeback player of the year effort here for Cody Bellinger. So on the year, through 418 at-bats, he has 84 runs, 24 homers, 86 RBIs, 19 steals, and a 321 batting average. Now, you know, if you're new to fantasy baseball and uh, you don't know about Cody Bellinger, former MVP, former guy who's, you know, came up and just, you know, dominated 6'4", 203. He gets a new breath of life here with the Cubs. And, you know, sometimes those, you know, um, players on a new team in their first year don't really translate. And Cody Bellinger has proved that wrong. You know, even former rookie of the year, this guy is. And, you know, uh, he really just struggled the last like three years in a row with the Dodgers uh 2020 239 batting average through 56 games in 2021 he had it uh 
165 batting average through 95 games. And then last year through 144 games, he had a 210 batting average. So it was really nice to see Cody Bellinger back with that batting average over 300 with, you know, the 24 bombs, the powers back, the 19 steals with those bigger bases. Cody Bellinger is out there, you know, getting it done. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Cody Bellinger is like a second round pick next year. He's still 27 years old. He's going to be 28 next year. Uh, Cody Bellinger's back, and I really am buying back in. Uh, Even the play discipline has improved so much. Last year through uh, the 144 games, Cody Bellinger had 38 walks to 150 strikeouts. And this year through only 109 games, he almost matched that walk total with 32 walks to, you know, 74 strikeouts. Looks way, way better than it did last year. All of the signs of him bouncing back are looking really positive. So next year, I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, you know, Cody Bellinger, second round pick, third round pick. You know, the upsides there, the Cubs look a lot better than they have in the last few years. So, you know, they put a little bit more in that lineup, you know, in the offseason. I could totally see, you know, Cody Bellinger paying off next season. Um, Let's talk about another guy who just really bouncing back, you know, bringing that old fantasy value that he used to have back. And it's uh, Marcel Ozuna. I know we've talked about Ozuna a lot, but I'm just a huge fan of Ozuna. And, you know, he kind of was, you know... not doing the best things last year, got into a little bit of trouble off the field. And, you know, he's been banged up over the last couple of years here and there too, you know, as Bellinger was. So it's really nice to see Ozuna, you know, get back into things. And um, let's just talk about what he's done so far this year. I know he's 32, but you know what, for next year, you know, in a, a time when outfielders are a dime, a good outfielders are a diamond dozen, Ozuna's just really standing out. So Ozuna, 122 games this year, 441 at-bats. 73 runs, 22 doubles, 33 homers, 78 RBIs, and a 272 batting average. And let's not forget, Ozuna is a career 270 hitter. He's got a lot of seasons with, you know, high 20s homers. He had that one season in 2017 with 37 homers. So this is the first year since 2017 that he's gone 30 plus, even though he did hit 29 back in 2019. And Ozuna's right in the middle of that, you know, Braves lineup hitting fourth. And I think he'll be there again next year, hitting fourth, driving in those runs. And if he could, you know, stay on the field and stay healthy and just keep playing those games, 100 100 RBIs with 85 runs and 40 homers with a plus batting average is not out out of the question for Ozuna. So honestly, I see Ozuna being a top 20 outfielder going into next year. And if you get him as like your outfielder two, I think you're going to be pretty happy. And if you could even steal him as your outfielder number three, you're going to be really sitting pretty at that point because Ozuna's just great. He's been very good his whole career, you know, up and down at times. But, you know, he was banged up last year, banged up in 2021. And then even if you go back to 2020, which isn't that long ago, he had an MVP caliber season where in 60 games he had 18 home runs, 338 batting average, just looked like, you know, one of the best players in all of baseball. I think he finished sixth in the MVP voting that year. So I'm not afraid of Marcel Ozuna. I'm embracing the comeback. Only thing is, is that might be a little bit injury prone, but honestly, everybody can get hurt. You know, I know some players are more injured than others. You know, Matt and I love to talk about, you know, uh, Aldoberto Mondesi and Buxton and how those guys got their own wing in the hospital. But Ozuna's not there yet with them. But I think we can, I, I'm going to trust him going into next year. So from that, we're going to transition from hitters. We're going to get into pitchers here, and we're going to talk about somebody I teased at the top, and it's Tyler Glass now. And man, oh man, if Tyler Glass now did not get hurt going into the season, he honestly was looking like a top twenty pick at starting pitcher. And I mean, 
I think next year this guy is going to be uh, honestly a top 10 starting pitcher for me. He had that um, oblique at the beginning of the season, which really kept him out a while, kept him limited. But, you know, the numbers on the season look very, very, very good. So on the year through 17 starts, he's eight wins, five losses, Tyler Glass now, a 307 ERA, 99 innings, 134 strikeouts with a 102 whip. And this guy, we, we just know we know how good he is. We know how good Tyler Glass now is. That fastball is very good, sits around 97. Uh, the slider is a wipeout slider, 90 miles an hour. And the curveball, you know, is, is another good pitch for him at 84 miles an hour so that you love that range of, you know, um, velocity. You're really going to keep people off their, uh, you know, on their toes with that. And like I said, just I really love what Glasnow is doing. Not much else to say. His last effort was absolutely dominant. I believe he had 14 strikeouts. You know, him and Strider are really only of the two guys that you kind of see those kind of upside with strikeouts. You know, Garrett Cole as well. And Otani when Otani was rocking and rolling. But if you look at his last, he starts from July 15th. The strikeouts have been super consistent with seven, nine, eight, eight, seven, seven. Then he had a four strikeout game, which was a little bit low. And then he came back with a six strikeout game and then 14 against Boston. Boston's been a, a pretty good team this year. So I really, really trust Tyler Glass now. And I think his value is through the roof going into next year. He's just really got to stay on the field because, you know, I did talk about injury prone players and he's kind of been one of those guys. If you're going back all the way to 2016 with the Pirates, just really had a lot of problems, shoulder issues, forearm issues, uh, you know, UCL issues. It's just really been, you know, a tough time with the Tommy John and all that stuff for Glass now. But I honestly think that he's going to put together one monster season where he throws 180 innings, 250 strikeouts, uh, you know, a sub three RA and like a, a one whip, a clean one whip, or even a sub one whip is not out of the question for a guy like Glass now with the talent that he has. Honestly, it could be next year at 30 years old for Glass now. So I'm not afraid to take him. Uh, oh, I might be afraid to take him as my SP1. Not going to lie to you. But if you can get Glass now as your SP2 next year, that's going to be sneaky value because I honestly think I'm going I'm going to rank him as you know a top 10 starting pitcher, which is an SP1. But I don't know if I'm going to take him there. We'll, we'll see how he finishes off the season. If he finishes off the season strong, maybe I will be willing to take him as an SP1. Uh, so next we're going to move on to a player that I – Matt and I really did not have a lot of faith in it. I think he's proved us wrong. You know, Matt and I have had a lot of strong takes this year, but, you know, no human's perfect. And we honestly can't hit them all. It's Justin Steele. And, man, honestly, guy has stolen the show this year. No pun intended there with that one. Uh, so the 27-year-old Justin Steele, 16 wins, three losses, 2.55 ERA through 26 starts, 152 innings, 153 strikeouts, and a 113 whip. The guy has absolutely turned it on this year. You know, as I was saying, I was talking about Bellinger. The Cubs just have kind of really turned that corner. I don't know if a lot of people saw it coming this year. I certainly didn't. But, you know, Steele, Steele's just been really, really good this year. Fastball is great. Breaking pitches are great. Uh, if you're talking about, you know, velocity this year, um, he's not really blowing you away with that velocity at 92. But the changeup is, you know, pretty solid. He throws a nice slider as well. Slider's pretty good at 83. So there is a nice little difference there on that. So I I, I like Steele. I don't know where I'm ranking him as far as next year goes. Maybe he's a top 25, 30 pitcher. If I can get him as like an SP3, 4, 
I'd be happy with it. I'm not taking him as one of my first two because uh, I want to see a little bit more from Steele after the big breakout year this year. Even the last year, he was pretty solid as well. Justin Steele with the 318 ERA, 119 innings, 126 Ks. The whip was at a 135, but he's really found his control this year to keep it you know, down. So, you know, maybe maybe he's a top 25 guy. Maybe he is a number three starting pitcher, honestly. Maybe maybe that's where he's going to wind up. I just want to see him finish out the year strong. Want to see how he looks next year in spring training. And honestly, you could you might be able to ride the wave here with Justin Steele. I, I apologize to the man because, you know, I didn't have faith. And he's really proved me and anyone else who didn't believe in him wrong this year. But let's keep things pushing here. Let's talk about, you know, one of Matt and I's boys who we were very, very excited about coming into this year. And it was it's Brandon Woodruff. And with, uh, you know, old Woody, he had, you know, the right shoulder issue this year. He had, you know, a lot of issues last year with that Raynaud syndrome in his hand. He had, a you know, an ankle problem last year. So it's a guy who's been banged up over the last couple of years. But when Brandon Woodruff is out there, he's absolutely dominant. And since he's come off the IL, we kind of really see why that dominance is there. Brandon Woodruff, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. He's a top 10 starting pitcher going into the next year. 6'4", 244, big boy. You know, he got to, you know, come along the ways with the types of Freddie Peralta and Corbin Burns. And just look at his numbers on the year. I know it's only eight starts, but they've been dominant. Four and one for Woodruff, 230 ERA, 47 innings, 55 strikeouts, and an 078 whip. He's done nothing but be dominant if you go all the way back to you know 2019. Honestly, even before that, even 2018, Woodruff had a strong year, even though it was only four starts. Uh, but the guy is just the guy's absolutely dominant, and there's not really much else to say about Woodruff except you have to believe in him going into next year because I mean, there's no reason you shouldn't. But guys, real quick before I move on here, and you know, I talk about our last two guys here, you know, and they're and they're big name guys, so you really want to you know stay locked on here. I have to talk to you about today's sponsor, well, today's other sponsor, and it's FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $500 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. And come on, I know you guys are all excited and ready for football because I certainly am. And that $100 off offer is absolutely enticing to me so i'm gonna have to chime in there on fanduel and you know do it as well so that's why now is the best time to join fanduel the app is easy to use and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more so visit fanduel.com locked on and kick off the nfl season with an offer you won't want to miss fanduel an official partner of the nfl all right guys as i said two more names here and then i'm gonna head out and this next one, man, has really, really come out of left field, and it's Cole Reagans of the Kansas City Royals. You know, he came over at the trade deadline and, um, you know, from the Texas Rangers, and he's just really been dominant. The, you know, the Kansas City Royals were able to tap into something that the Rangers weren't. Honestly, even on the year, the numbers have all looked fantastic at this point. 72 innings, 6 wins, 87 strikeouts, a 3 ERA, and a 111 whip. Now, the thing with Reagans is they've unlocked this next level with him, the, the Kansas City Royals. He's throwing way harder. He's topped out at, you know, 102 miles an hour where he was nowhere near that with Texas. You know, six foot four, 190, big lefty. You know, this kid puts on a little bit more weight. He's going to be super, super intimidating. And honestly, 
guys, that guy's a top 40 pitcher going into next year. You know, I, I'm going to hope, hope that people really, you know, didn't see all this, the noise that he made. And, you know, you can get him a little bit cheaper in drafts. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm hoping it is. But let's just talk about his eight starts with the Kansas City Royals. It's four and four because, you know, that's just the Royals. But, you know, 47 innings, 63 strikeouts, only 11 walks. The whip is out like a one. The ERA is a one five one. The FIP, which is fielding independent pitching, it's an ERA indicator, is a one six four. Batters are hitting two oh five against him in that uh, stretch. There, you know, he's throwing a crazy amount of strikes. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of looking strikes, a lot of swinging strikes. Sixteen percent swinging strike rate, which is great. Honestly, Cole Reagans is just a name that you're going to want to keep your eye on for next year because I think the kid is going to have a, a monster, monster year next year. He's only 25 years old, so the breakout is you know very, very realistic. Honestly, like I said, I'm going to probably have him inside my top 40 next year. And you know, coming up at some point, you know, I've been working on my rankings here, so we might do like you know a little early ranking preview type episode with Matt and I if Matt gets his rankings together and talk to you about some of the guys that we love going into next year. Kind of want to give you a little preview type of thing on this episode. And the last one here, last guy I'm going to talk about tonight is my boy, one of my favorite players coming into this year. I had a lot of faith in him, and I'm glad I did. It's Blake Snell. Blake Snell has just been absolutely dominant. You know, if you don't know Blake Snell, former Cy Young Award winner, little bit of, a little bit of a guy that's a little bit out there, a little bit crazy, but you know what? Sometimes that craziness paid off because, you know, it's Snell in his age 30 season, 12 wins, nine losses, a 250 ERA through 28 starts, 155 innings, 201 strikeouts, and he has a one, two, five whip. The control is something that Snell has always struggled with. You know, 89 walks on the year. It's, I think that's league leading, or at least in the NL it is. So, you know, there's he leaves a little bit to be desired. But honestly, you can't be mad at the way this guy has pitched. Uh, I'm going to break it down because I know he started off pretty tough this year. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you when he really got back into it. It's his last, it looks like 18 starts maybe double checking myself here 19 starts through, through snell's last 19 starts 110 innings 153 strikeouts a 131 era a 293 fip and a 165 batting average against and he's just been absolutely dominant Honestly, you know, the whip was still a little bit high over that time, you know, and so once again, like probably like a one, two whip, but you'll take that with the strikeouts. You'll take that with the ERA. Honestly, he's had batters fooled all year. He's got nasty stuff. The fastball is good. The breaking stuff is good. You know, Blake Snell, honestly, another guy that I, I wouldn't be mad at him as my SP one next year. I, I probably going to have been inside my top 10. I love Blake Snell. And I just think he can continue the dominance if he keeps pitching the way that he's pitched over the, you know, the end of last year and through pretty much all of this year. So Blake Snell, another, another guy that has really risen his stock going into next year. But guys, that's pretty much all for today. Once again, if you got any of those burning fantasy baseball questions, check Matt and I out on subtext. We really want to help you get those locked on fantasy baseball championships. If we've helped you at all this year, or, you know, have made any impact in your fantasy baseball life, uh, you know, leave us a little review on Apple or Spotify, comment on YouTube, throw us a like, subscribe, all that stuff. We truly appreciate all of our fans, our everydays, and the listeners. You guys mean a lot to us. We wouldn't be where we are without you guys. 
But once again, that's all for today. You know, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Also, thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Uh, Matt and I will be back in tandem on Monday. We're going to be talking about must-add players from the weekend. We're going to help you guys out, you know, going into, you know, maybe week two or maybe even to your fantasy uh, baseball championship. So, you know, Matt and I are there for you guys. But until Monday, see you.